0: states including california
2: but many young voters sat out super tuesday contributing to bernie sanders losses
0: come on younglings get off your TikTok,
2: snapchats and vote or i will come down one of the three jobs you are working and slap the vape pen right out of your dirty little mouth
0: the young people not turning out that has that that's one thing that continues to be uh, true about politics. We keep saying all precedents thrown out there, but that's so far that one continues to be true. You can't count on young people to vote. They will show up to the rallies. They will put bumper stickers back in the day. Nope, they'll donate their allowance. In the modern day, they'll tweet and they'll all day long will stay up all night long talking about these things. Mm-hmm. But they won't actually go vote for some reason, and I don't know why that is. One of our favorite books about uh, politics,
2: Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail 72, uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, he became really enamored of the George McGovern campaign and was openly rooting for it. It's, you know, it it wasn't exactly journalism, but it's a brilliant book. Um, and then election night, he and, and, and like-minded folks were just devastated because the youth vote never materialized. And I mean, it didn't materialize at all. They voted at roughly the same rates young people have always voted and probably always will, frankly. Bernie just conceded that. He said, we haven't done as good a job turning out the youth vote as we'd anticipated. When it comes down to voting time, the kids got classes to study for. They're stoned or they got their vape pens. But you will
0: show up to a rally. Yes. Because it's exciting.
3: Yeah, rallies are fun. Rallies are fun. You get to see your friends and maybe you get laid afterward. (laughs) Especially Bernie rallies. He's got like musical acts. I mean, they're practically concerts. Yeah, Yeah. it's a party.
0: That's a good point.
3: All the people I like are going to be there. Whether
0: it's a a frisbee golf tournament or a Bernie rally, I'm going if all my friends I like are going to be there. Drop a little molly, put on a glowing necklace, and go dance to Bernie. That's what the kids do
2: these days. (laughs) That's the status quo, Joe. Yeah? Hell, it sickens me.
0: Uh, A little more on Corona coming up in a second, but first I thought this was The virus, not the beer. I thought this was kind of entertaining. So James Comey endorsed Joe Biden yesterday... Uh, with a very serious James, James Comey. James Comey did? Former FBI oh, director. shut up. The
3: guy who... who <laughs> she just shut up. Did he release it with an Instagram picture of him staring up at a Redwood? No, deep in thought.
0: Nobody huh? has ever over-evaluated how much people care about his thoughts than James Comey. If I stop you on the street and I say,
2: uh, where's the closest drugstore? That's the only time I want to hear anything out of your mouth,
0: James Comey. Seriously. Voted in first Democratic primary to support party dedicated to restoring values in White House.
2: Oh yeah, just like Chuck Schumer, threatening ne- Supreme Court justices. <laughs> sure. We need a
0: candidate who cares about all Americans and will restore decency. Blah blah blah. Uh, so then, Joe Biden's campaign director of rapid response. Oh, that's what I should do for a living. That'd be a fun Here's job. Here's what we
2: do: we insult them right back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or we lay low,
2: lay low for a while. Don't see, do anything. Just see,
0: shh. see how quick he came up with that. Oh, it was almost instant. That was a rapid response right there. Right, just, just says we should insult them back. <laughs> it might be wrong, but damn it, it'll be rapid. <laughs> but I thought this was funny. So Andrew Bates, who is Biden's rapid response director, retweeted Comey's endorsement with a comment. Yes, customer service, I just received a package I very much did not order. How can I return it free of charge? Oh, that's some good modern snark. Oh! Yes. How do you like that, James Comey? Yes. The guy who's going to be the Democratic nominee says, we don't want your endorsement. Yes, In the fact- guy you just endorsed said, shut up. <laughs> That is unbelievable. Wow, that's great. You know Comey thought that was not only going to be newsmaking, but Biden would maybe mention it, maybe have him standing up next to him. Oh, boy. (laughs) No, they (laughs) immediately put out, hey, shh, keep it on the dial. This is not helping. A Stretch, failure to read the room. (laughs) He so doesn't get how the world looks at him. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, customer service. I just received a package I very much did not order. How can I return it? Wow. (laughs) That's fantastic. Wow. The guy is just poison. Back to the coronavirus. I'm looking up at Good Morning America. Scramble to stock up. Retailers rationing items as coronavirus sparks run on supplies. The story now has become more about the fear, the stock market, and the fear than the actual virus yes it's weird well and how long will that continue what bothers me
2: and as i mentioned earlier in the show i've been every doctor i run into i i take up this topic with them and wearing your gas mask always i only take it off for the show and that's grudgingly i rinse my mouth with rubbing alcohol every uh every segment uh, don't do that folks it's poisonous anyway um <laughs> wow uh, the the thing that bothers me is you have a combination of lead-footed government response and media hype, and very little in between. And I think I'm starting to understand what we're actually dealing with. But it's I think it's notable that between those two different things, the government and the media, you're not getting anything like this. Um, number one, if you're if you're healthy and and under sixty or seventy, you're probably going to be fine. Even if you get it, in who, fact, you're almost certainly going to be fine. Go
0: ahead and finish your screen. But who doesn't know this and didn't know this for weeks now?
2: I, I don't think most people know it. How?
0: because they get the lead-footed government response and the media hype. God it's just I don't I don't understand where people get their information. I heard about coronavirus I google it I find out in like five minutes what it is okay and then forget about it right right If the problem
2: is and I think this is the problem, it's really contagious and it's mild, but it's going to be everywhere. And if it's everywhere, then the vulnerable population, the old and the already sick, are going to be dying a lot. Even more than flu. Maybe. They don't know this. That's the fear. Because the problem is it's so mild. If you have the flu, you know damn well you have the flu. And that limits its, uh, its spread and its exposure. With this thing, the dangerous part is that it's not terribly dangerous. Which is an interesting situation, but I wish they would make that more clear.
0: So uh, we got more on that coming up. Also, um, if you wear shoes that don't fit, how long does it take your feet to get back to normal? I found this Quite a while. I'll have, Quite that a while. In
2: that. I'll have that next. Speaking of safety, Jack, and reasonable precautions, a word from our sponsor, Simply Safe. And it's simply with two eyes, S-I-M-P-L-I. That matters because you're going to use that in the website in a second, but it's a home protection system, an alarm system in essence, that doesn't involve a messy, expensive installation
0: and some long contract. And this is what I really want to emphasize is the 60-day risk-free trial, which you can do. Try it out. It takes 30 minutes to an hour to install. So, this is not a huge investment of time or money. Yeah, and you can do it yourself and it's easy. 60 day risk free trial. You got nothing to lose. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. And get one of these uh, Simply Safe setups and be more safe and see if you like it. And there's no contract; you can end it at any time. It's only fifty cents a day. They have the outdoor cameras,
2: the doorbells that everybody likes these days. Entry motion and glass break sensors guard you inside. It's uh, hardly even there, but it works. SimplySafe.com/Armstrong for that free sixty-day trial. SimplySafe.com/Armstrong.
0: So I, I came across this and I just found it interesting. It's uh, good. That's what we're going for. Interesting. Maybe it's not to you. No, okay you ever wear uncomfortable shoes I'm already interested
2: yeah, not so much anymore
0: right back when I was a man of of lesser means all the time well there's 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 two parts to that I think yeah um uh, if you can only afford cheap shoes they tend to tend to be less comfortable also well and my feet
2: my feet are coincidentally almost exactly a foot long which has amused me since I was a youth but my feet are also exactly a foot wide. <laughs> so it's Hard very to, difficult for yes, me to. Frankenstein uh, feet. Right. On the other <laughs> hand, I can walk on water, which <laughs> well, you should hear the Jesus jokes. But anyway, back to you, Jack. What? Um.
0: So you, you can get you can afford better shoes as you get older. Also, as you get older, you're less likely to wear shoes that are uncomfortable just because they look good, especially right. for women. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, or just in back general. in the
2: day when I was buying thirty dollar dress shoes. It was like something that the Taliban would do to you.
0: Oh, yeah. I hated (laughs) those shoes. According to this, it takes three and a half days for your feet to get back to normal after you wear shoes that don't fit right. What if you have to wear them to work every damn day? You're going to be really unhappy. Yeah, I was. Trust me. Also, the average person hasn't had their foot measured in 10 years or more, and your feet change size, and so you're quite possibly wearing the wrong size shoe. I just hmm. thought that was interesting.
2: Don't people just try them on though and walk around for a second or two
0: in the uh, shoe store? Doesn't everybody yeah, do my, that? My wife and I have had disagreements over this, hmm. basically around the fact that the size doesn't—that doesn't mean anything. Every brand is completely different. It's a starting place. It's a starting place to right. get close, but right. a, pair, a, a pair. I've got shoes that range from nine to eleven. Mm. Honest to God, never forget. <laughs> oh boy! I just. I don't. I don't. I just I don't get the whole the size thing. It's it's barely relevant. It gets you in the neighborhood. Then you got to try on the right size, but whatever. So, listen, it's I not would, a major
2: thing. I would never criticize your spouse, nor would you mind. But um, does she not try on shoes?
0: Or? No, no, no. It's it's ordering shoes online for the kids. Oh, they I wear see. a size. well, they wear a size three in this shoe, but they don't in this shoe apparently. And aren't you supposed to order in my case a ten and a half, and eleven, and eleven and That's a half? That's what they're encouraging you to do, and then yes, you send that back. That sounds the, like a pain yes, to me. Yes, it does. Oh my it? gosh. I have li- unlimited free time yeah, in this I'm scenario. I am not doing that. I am going to the dang old store. That's what uh, Bezos was hoping everybody would get in uh, get in the habit of doing: order the medium and the large, and then send back. It's easy returns, you
3: know the the label, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And forty percent of people forget to return or whatever, so then they just sold two mm-hmm. pairs. Right, mm-hmm. that's what happens to me at least half mm-hmm. of the time. Oh they get you?
0: Forget, or uh, I got other things to do rather than box up and label this and get it to the shipper today. So that doesn't quite work as well as they're all hoping. And realize, you some where'd that
2: sticker go that was in the bag? Where's that sticker? it's under another shoe in your closet. Okay, yeah. I'm far too lazy for that. It's way, way easier to go to the store. So
0: do you have all these extra shoes at your house, Jack? Oh, yeah. We've got stacks and stacks (laughs) of shoes nobody will ever wear. Variety
2: of sizes. You used to have like a shoe sale, a garage sale, but it's only shoes. Often they're too big, though,
0: so they'll grow into them at some point.
2: Sean, you sold shoes for a living for a brief time.
3: That's true. Uh, any any tips for trying on shoes uh, from a professional? Yeah, if they don't have the size in the the style that you want, just wait. They'll get more eventually. You don't need to buy that. This was beyond baffling how common it was at women to would, buy shoes that wouldn't fit. Would, would cram their feet into shoes. Yes, yeah, because they needed uh, to. Yeah, have I, sold, them. I sold the women's shoes. Uh. Um, uh, but yeah, they would. Uh, they knew it didn't fit. They had an event or something. I, I don't know why, but yeah. it was, oh, no, I don't they'll stretch. They'll stretch, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> sure they will. Was this the kind of shoe store where you'd just go get the box and hand
0: it to them, or did you mm-hmm. actually kneel down and cup their heel in your hand and slide the shoe on their foot?
3: Uh, you would put it on. Um, it wasn't required, but it was kind mm-hmm. of part of the, the thing, and so right. I, I got to exercise some discretion. What's the grossest foot you ever had to touch? It wasn't so bad. Really? Like, oh, jeez. No. Why would you ask that? People no, they are like they're, eating and, and stuff. There weren't any horror stories about that, but uh, I would certainly be more willing for... Uh, there, there was an attractiveness scale that, that calculations went on in my mind about, about there you know, are how hard, much customer service was I going to do. You're only human. There's yeah.
0: hardly anything I'd rather do less than handle people's sweaty feet all day long. Oh, my God. Well, they didn't come right from the gym. <laughs> sweaty feet. Not everybody has constantly sweating feet. just disgusting. (laughs) More coronavirus stats. California's declared a state of emergency. I think other states are going to think, well, I suppose we should, too. What does that mean, though?
2: Let's talk about that. What is a state of emergency? They don't use the word in government the way you use it in your life. All right.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey guys, real quick. I got a flyer for
0: you. Check it out. I can't give them a flyer? Hey guys, check this out real quick. Face is fake. You're not on a spinning ball. They're going to teach you you live on a spinning ball. That doesn't make it true. It's not real. The floor is not moving a 1,000 miles an hour. Are you crazy?
3: That's how you do it right there.
0: That's a guy who got arrested outside a school where he was badgering the kids about his flat earth beliefs, which the Flat Earth Society, Google it, it's, there's a lot of people that are into that. Mm. Most people are into it for kind of like funny reasons. It's like it's, it's ironic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, more or less. Well, there are some like mathematical anomalies that are kind of funny about that, but um, they don't actually believe it. Then there's weirdos perhaps like him that actually believe the earth is flat. You don't need to stand outside my school and yell at my kid about it.
2: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, this is the difference between impulse jack and behavior. My impulse is to tell the cops to take a nightstick to him. <laughs> Give but, him the wood shampoo. But get in a little stick work. But no, but we can't have that.
0: Okay? <laughs> um human beings are so smart and so dumb. I mean, mm. there there's no explanation for wiping out all the loaves of bread at your local convenience store around the coronavirus
2: except Just, that other people are doing it
0: it makes no sense whatsoever and if
2: you don't do it you'll have no bread
0: there are cost- and Then what will you do? There are Costco well, and bread only lasts a couple of days
3: anyway and so. eh, they got freezers
0: Um Costco's all across the country are getting wiped out of a variety of things um and then so somebody went into their local Costco where the shelves were bare and put up fake signs There that are kind of funny. Um, For instance, we are out of boots of levitation. Sorry for the inconvenience. (laughs) Due to increased demand, health potions limited to five vials per member. So they're all
3: related to kind of fantasy, magical spell casting sort of things. I sold
0: out of all bags of runes, runes and casting cloth for today. (laughs) It's a little obscure. It's We're in en- Dungeons and Dragonsy. We are temporarily out of enchanted battle axes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So
2: listen, uh, I, you, all of us have heard uh, on cable news, on the radio, whatever, and in the most serious and scary tones, the state of California has declared a state of emergency. Because of the coronavirus outbreak. Oh it is a God. state of emergency.
0: They just showed a guy who is at a Costco loading up on stuff in his like full hazmat gear. Oh, for goodness sakes. What is wrong with people? There it is. Scramble to stock up. One good well, morning, I tell America.
2: You, they're canceling conventions, they're canceling sports events canceling fundraisers for lu- against leukemia for goodness Come on, sakes. on, cancel
3: work. Come on, cancel work. <laughs> but
2: I uh you'll sit down, you will do your job. Um but I wanted to tell you what a state of emergency is because it sounds super crazy. It's whenever a government governments are so slow and dumb and expensive and burdened with regulations that try to stop corruption but they're corrupt anyway. But there are times when they have to move more quickly than they usually do, which is glacially. And this is one of those times. So, for instance, in the state of Cal Unicornia, um, the state of emergency. Oh, I hate it when websites uh, reset. It's uh, intended to help California prepare, blah blah blah, by allowing allowing state agencies to more easily procure equipment and services, share information on patients, and alleviate restrictions on the use of state owned properties and facilities.
0: Okay, we'll call it something other than a state of emergency then.
2: It, it just it reduces regulations temporarily so that they can get some things done in a timely way.
0: Yeah, we've got more on uh-huh. that coming up. Uh-huh. We're going to talk to Mike Lines about Afghanistan and is that whole thing falling apart? All on the way. We have more on the absurdity of people's reactions to the coronavirus and what they're buying and how much it's just it's limitless the stories that are out there oh boy uh, so stay tuned for that um we talked earlier in the week about the agreement between the united states and the taliban to try to end the longest war in our history and uh secretary of state pompeo being on the sunday shows talking about it and um some people with some questions, are we going to be able to verify that they're doing what they claim they're going to do, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. So there was supposed to be a reduction in violence. Well, it was a super Tuesday for the Taliban in Afghanistan on Tuesday and that they had 43 separate attacks in Helmand province alone. The New York Times reports 76 attacks in 24 provinces since signing the agreement for a reduction in violence including one in which the Taliban's elite red unit stormed an Afghan army outpost, uh, killing 15 Afghan soldiers. Now, the whole point of this, I thought, was, one, you don't harbor al-Qaeda, and two, you don't attack the government of Afghanistan that we helped put in place. But, um, and then we finally got fed up with it yesterday and blasted a bunch of Taliban fighters. So I don't know if it's fallen apart or if this is what they expected or what.
2: Well, and interestingly enough, Tuesday was the day the president, our president, talked to the Taliban's chief negotiator. All right. On the telephone. Uh, to assess all this and help us get some clarity, we hope. Mike Lyons joins us. Mike, military analyst for CBS News. Served with various military organizations in his long, uh, career. Uh, Mike, welcome. How are you, sir?
4: Hey, guys, great to be back with you.
2: Thank you. It's always a pleasure. So, uh, listen, the, uh, the first question will be rather broad. What the heck's going on over there?
4: You know, I'm eternally optimistic, but now the way this is going, it's uh, not sure that this deal is going to survive these early setbacks here. And a lot of it just has to do with timing. Um, They met in in Doha, in in Qatar, and had the original agreement done there. And now they're not set again to meet That's the Afghan government and Taliban until sometime in a couple of weeks uh, in Oslo, Norway. And they should have just walked out of one room and, where they signed the agreement and, and walked into another and started negotiating, because what's happening is we're posturing for what the Taliban wants. And right now, in the short term, it's this prisoner exchange. Um, the U.S. told the Taliban that the Afghan government would release about 5,000 Taliban prisoners that it was holding. Uh, the uh, Afghan government says we're not going to do any such thing. The, the Taliban holds about 1,000 prisoners here. And so what the Taliban is trying to do is gain more Afghan security forces as prisoners. So it, it's not gotten off to a good start. Uh, Secretary Pompeo today said it's got to stop the violence. It's got to stop. Um, but it's, at some point, um, they're going to have to say, you know, is enough and uh, start, start the talking uh, and get this thing going.
0: I just I don't get the Taliban's strategy. OK, so you're saying they're trying to capture more prisoners to have more leverage. But I would think they just want to cool it. Let us leave. We're talking about a complete reduction of force by the end of the year, by the election. I believe that's what it's going to be. Then they get to run the country, don't they? They, They'd get those prisoners back when they take the country over.
4: Well, I'm not sure they're going to run the country. Um, They'll have more of a say in it. But I also think it's a sign that the Taliban leaders who we're negotiating with um, don't have the the full confidence of those that are still out in the hinterland, let's say, that want to do you know, the right thing as well. Um, you know, I often, when I was in the Middle East fighting against this kind of this kind of ideology, you, you came up against some that wanted to fight and some that didn't want to fight. They didn't always agree what they were doing, and I think that's what's taking place right now. I think that um, the, the types of attacks that are taking place in the Helmand province in particular are parts of these groups, splinter groups and tribal groups outside of the Taliban that really don't care about a peace treaty, and they're going to do continue to do what they can. Poppy season's coming up. There's lots of still things that they need to do to to make sure that their um, way that how they make money still maintain, is maintained. So I, I'm not sure every one of the Taliban's that's on board with this.
0: Well, I'm happy to hear that you seem to be insinuating that the Taliban won't overrun the elected government fairly quickly when we pull out, because I've always assumed they would.
4: No, I don't think you'll see that. But you'll see some rights and liberties um, taken away from Afghan citizens, at least in certain areas within Afghanistan. I think that that likely will be the case they'll have to make changes to their constitution um, and this is why this is a tough road uh, because you know they don't you kind of know where the start point is well actually we know where their their ending point is they want sharia law to be reimplemented. they want to do what they did back 1999 before the u.s came in so i, I think um there's some there's some still very tight negotiations to take place i wouldn't be surprised if you again see it broken down by geography kabul and, and the major capital areas there is going to be let's say progressive and in line with uh, you know western democracy and western values but pretty much anything outside of that that place is going to go back to about the 12th century
2: well and one more point and i think it was made pretty clearly by the prisoner exchange theme the u.s is willing to say okay that's fine we'll swap them and then that's that's perfectly fine but our good friends the afghan government are saying whoa 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 we're not letting five thousand guys loose on the countryside we know exactly what they're going to do which is overrun our outposts and so our, our good friends and we have very different motivations
4: Right. I think but, but like, what the United States, though, showed with this bringing back of the strategic weapons is what we're going to do anyway. If you notice, we haven't stopped our truth withdrawal. We're going to bring that down to 8,200 in the next 135 days. And then within 14 months, I wouldn't be surprised if we're out of there. This president wants us out of Afghanistan, you know, full stop. There's no other way to put it. And I think that right now we'll go back to saying, oh, well, we, you know, we, we tried. And um, if we think there's going to be a problem in the future, if we see guys jumping around on monkey bars with AK-47s, we'll just bring in the uh, strategic weapons again, and we'll, we'll be able to, to take them out from there.
2: There you go. Mike Lyons, military analyst for CBS News. Mike, we thank you very much for the insights and the time. Thanks. Great, guys. Thanks for having me. You got it.
0: Oh, boy. Next hour, full team coverage on Katy Perry's pregnancy. We We cannot straighten out every hellhole on Earth. We just can't. Good-hearted, decent
2: American people who cherish liberty and human rights and the rest of it. We want that, don't we? I know. I sympathize with that point of view. And the idea of the women and little girls of Afghanistan suffering under the medieval horrors of fundamentalist Islam, I despise that idea. But there are 25 other countries. Have the same thing going, run by the same ideology, with the same people. They're consorting with al-Qaeda, the rest of it. We can't straighten them all out.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised to hear it. He feels like they'll be able to hold on to their government there in Kabul and uh, hold them off. Okay. I hope he's right. He knows more about it than I do. but mm, Yeah, could be. Uh, we did get this text. Nobody cares about Katy Perry's pregnancy. Yes, I, I'm i aware of that. Wow, it. uh, wow. Thank you for that, that to be, uh, helpful advice. Well, that person's
3: be- not going to like our full team coverage. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> <laughs> on, on what level did they take in the show? I don't know. I'm always amused by that. Yeah. Hey,
0: we have time to do this now. This is a little from Good Morning America on uh, people stocking up on the coronavirus. If, uh <laughs> well, it is what it is. Here it is. From coast to coast, even out in Hawaii, stores that were recently filled with bottled water,
3: baby wipes, and toilet paper, wiped empty. We saw the masks first, and then uh, the hand sanitizer went uh, a little bit after. I guess people are just real nervous about the potential spread. One consumer research firm says that sales of dried beans are up 10%. (gasps)
0: Thermometers are up 47%. Hand sanitizer, 73%. And none of those numbers take into account sales from the last week and a half. On their website, Kroger has announced that they will be limiting the number of sanitization, cold, and flu-related products to five each per order. I think that's really good that they are limiting people so
1: that people can't like go buy the whole store and there's plenty to go around.
0: Yeah, it, thank you for that. I wanted to get that last guy on.
2: There I is thought, nothing more <laughs> worthless than man on the street quotes in the news. I wanted
0: to get that last guy's comment because I thought his insight was important to the whole story.
2: <laughs> I think that's a good thing that they're limiting <laughs> I'm glad they're doing that. Said one human being, and there are almost. Eight 8 billion and that's one of them who cares said this incoherent drifter drifter
0: sales of dried beans are up 10 percent thermometers 70 percent can you take my temperature i think i ate too many dried beans <laughs> i should have wet those beans you barely choke them down i ate so many beans i got a fever <laughs> ah the lighter side <laughs> it's just it's just crazy yeah. it's crazy how do we react like this as rational human beings I blame the media to some extent. Um, Even though the media is not telling you to stock up on all these things. Not per se, but they're telling you you should be very afraid. Fear is the greatest driver of
2: ratings that nobody has ever tuned out of. There's a tornado heading directly toward you, unless it's to run into the basement.
0: It is wild, though, that (laughs) nobody knows the statistics on the flu. Off the top of their head, and they should. Close to three hundred thousand people are hospitalized every year for the flu, and three hundred thousand that actually end up in the hospital. You got to be sick to end up in the hospital, and somewhere between twenty and
2: sixty thousand die year and, after year. And
0: you just you hardly hear about it at all.
2: Right, right, and and it's happening now. By the way, simultaneously, since we started this segment, there are probably three people across America who've died of the flu. And that will get zero coverage. But because this is new and exciting, and people are concerned about it. It's getting blanket coverage. And again, mm-hmm. the, the insidious part of it might be, and the scientists aren't quite sure yet how this is going to end. The insidious part is that it's so mild. And the vast majority of people trade it back and forth and never suspect that they had it. They just figured they had a cold or a mild bout of the flu or whatever. And they go on with their lives and it doesn't cause any problem. <laughs> but if everybody has it, yes, the old and the sick might get hit pretty hard. I want to interview. Everywhere.
0: I want to interview the guy in Good Morning America and say, "What am I supposed to do with the dried beans?" Well, you're supposed to stock up on them. Why? So you'll have enough dried beans for what? What, what bean am I eating, <laughs> you idiot? <Yeah>. Bean burrito, <laughs> bean dip. In what situation am I going to need more dried beans than I normally have on hand?
2: Uh, starvation. To prevent starvation. <laughs>
0: Which would occur if, you see, you need to finish the thought oh, look, of... look, the, the shelves are already empty of dried beans. But you're picturing a world where all supply lines have just ended and grocery stores are empty. Everybody's and, afraid and, to come out of their homes and do their jobs. And in the United States of America, we don't have access to food. Yes. We could all use a, list, a little less access to food for, uh, you know, a month or so. <laughs> wow. No, I that could.
2: that is just, that is not appropriate. This is a serious discussion. Oh, jeez. Body shaming, really? You're better than that. (laughs) I'm body shaming myself. Wait, no, you're not. Uh, Okay. So, uh, Chuck Schumer physically threatened Supreme Court justices yesterday. It's absolutely terrible. It is inexcusable. To their credit, a number of people on the left and Democrats are coming out and saying, Whoa chuck that was wrong
0: i don't think he should have done that <clears throat> this guy says chuck schumer shouldn't have said that but the media bias we were talking
2: about an hour or two ago if you're still listening uh, thank you um uh, we'll explain what that is and how clearly it's illustrated by this latest go around uh, so dishonest the media anyway uh that coming up uh, chuck comes in for a kicking. what could be better than that it's next
1: armstrong and getty The Armstrong and Getty Show. I remember when, I, remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was so about
4: that place. I should not have used the words I used yesterday. They didn't come out the way I intended to. I'm from Brooklyn. We speak in strong language. I shouldn't have used the words I did, but in no way was I making a threat. I never,
1: never would do such a thing. And Leader McConnell knows that. And Republicans who are busy manufacturing outrage oh. over these comments know that too.
0: Oh, a Senate boy.
2: leader appearing to threaten or incite violence on the stuff of the Supreme Court could literally be a matter of deadly seriousness. I fully anticipate our colleague would quickly withdraw his comments and apologize. Instead, our colleague doubled down. Double down. He tried to. Gaslight the entire country and stated that he was actually threatening fellow senators, as though that would be much better. Okay, now let's hear what Schumer said originally yesterday. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you,
1: Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions
2: okay so he specifically by name threatens two specific individuals who are supreme court justices and then when everybody condemns it including lawrence tribe and the american bar association which is way left if you don't know it it's like the uh uh, american medical association the way left um but they condemned it said wow that was way out of line He, he, uh, his apology says essentially Republicans are trying to stir up outrage. He went on to say, I should not have used the words I used yesterday. They didn't come out the way I intended to. My point would, was there would be political consequences. Political consequences. I'm from Brooklyn. We speak, we speak in strong language. So again, Schumer is just despicable.
1: And you will pay the price.
2: You won't know what hit you.
0: I'm just amazed that there there isn't an attempt to make Trump more of an outlier um, for the way he talks, as opposed to join in. If if you're if you're trying to defeat Trump, if he's breaking norms that you know are the foundation of this country, also doing it is helping somehow. I don't. It ruins your argument from the left. I, that's why I'm surprised they do it.
2: Okay. I do, uh, Jonathan Turley responded, Schumer's threat to the court that you will pay the price is a direct attack on the integrity of our courts. I criticized Trump for his reckless comments about the courts. Where is the chorus of condemnation condemnation of Schumer? Schumer sounded more like a stalker than a statesman. Wow. And then, this is what I was talking about earlier, and this is such a perfect example of it. If there is a pro-life rally... Well, you know what? This actually happened... In the context of the shooting at the softball field where Steve Scalise was almost killed, where the crazed Bernie supporter tried to murder a bunch of Republicans, the headlines were Republicans react to attack on softball field. Or in this case, Politico, Mitch McConnell is set to pour gasoline on a Chuck Schumer Supreme Court controversy. So they never report on what the awful thing that some Democrat did. They always make the headline about the Republican reaction because they don't want to deal with the original thing because it's too uncomfortable. It's a, it's a subtle but really obvious method of media bias. Once you learn to recognize it, I'll have
0: to keep my eye out for it because it is subtle and it's good. I mean, if from their standpoint. I can understand why you would do it.
2: Right, right. I mean, if I were to, you know, just punch Positive Sean in the face. Hey. It, exactly. And the headline was Positive Sean protests workplace violence. That lets me off the hook. And you see the media doing that all the time.
0: Hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's awful. But so we're going to go, f- we're, we're going to escalate on both sides. We're going to go further that direction as opposed to. I hope down. not. It sure, looks like we are. Well, yeah, I that think was you, pretty yeah, sure.
2: Right. You have released the whirlwind. Well, the one thing we've told you a number of times, and the more you look, the more you notice it. It's really tough to get people's attention, especially if you have to get a lot of people's attention with reasonableness or uh, an appeal to their intellect. You have to either terrify them or make them really, really angry. To get them to show up to the polls or donate or whatever. And so Schumer's there is there on the steps of the uh, Supreme Court as they're hearing a case whipping up a crowd into onto the edge of violence. Why does he do that? That cynical old piece of garbage? It's because he wants them to vote in November. Yeah, and you will pay the price. And he's desperate for pro-abortion people to show up in November.
0: It's pretty quickly self-limiting, though, If uh, whether you're yelling at employees, kids, uh, people on your sports team, you're coaching, whatever. If it's always yelling, pretty soon people just tune it out.
2: Yeah, you have to keep upping the ante to the point that you lose your voice.
0: They're just, they're just nobody hears it. It's just everybody's yelling all the time. Right, yeah. You can't
2: be threatening Supreme Court justices and then accuse Republicans of manufacturing
0: outrage. Yeah, that's a pretty amazing what? thing to say. Huh. No, it's real outrage. Lawrence Tribe is actually outraged. Schumer,
2: the American Bar Association is actually outraged. It's not manufactured. What you said was horrible. Just You it. have released the whirlwind. Jeez, I swear to God, he has Satan's cell phone number and he uses it. The two of them on, are on each other's speed dials. He's evil. Evil. And you will pay the price.
0: Uh, what does that mean? Uh, couple- Judge Kavanaugh.
2: Who's the other one? Judge Gorsuch. You won't know what hit you. No, I was talking about Republican legislators.
0: Evil. Got a little more on the coronavirus, including the fact that the movie Contagion is skyrocketing in terms of uh, movies people want to watch. I don't even remember that movie. It was about, uh, well, something like the coronavirus. It wasn't a very popular movie. Now it's hugely popular. That was
2: years ago, wasn't for it? So,
0: yeah, yeah. For some, yeah, for some reason, people want to watch a movie about a virus. There's a real one, though. Watch that.
1: <laughs>